Passe-moi du feu, là. Oh, 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 oh. Merci, mon vieux. Ouf. 8h22. Et c'est un vie majeur encore. 18ème étage, la porte à droite. Sonnez et entrez, attendez. Monsieur le directeur du personnel va vous recevoir. Asseyez-vous, vous pouvez fumer. Yeah. You know what I always say, it's not so joke so funny, the podcast, unless you hear fancy French music. Isn't that right? Yeah, it is. I was um, expecting to hear some Sesame Street today. But in French? Yeah. Hmm. I wonder if French people ever hit this podcast and go, oh, oui, oui. This is exactly what I was looking for. And then they listen to it for five seconds and they're like, what the fuck? But like in French, how do you say that in French? In Francais, how do you say WTF? I have zero clue. Shit, they don't teach you that in Duolingo? Um, I think that if you got confused, I know Spanish, not French. Uh, well, I've made that mistake a few times. I made a mistake of not direct racism, but definitely willful ignorance. Ah, I thought it was weird whenever um, you asked me to wear a French maid outfit. I was like, mm. I mean, I know Mexicans are housekeepers pretty often. But right. And then, this well, is I just adding insult to injury. I tried to correct, and I was like, no, no, not French. I meant Mexican maid outfit. And then she came, and she was dressed with like a really long, very conservative apron and stuff. And I was oh, like, yeah. well, had this is not nearly as much fun. Had those elbow long yellow rubber uh, gloves on. Right, and suddenly you were speaking in an accent, which I thought was weird. I was like, y- you speak perfect English. Like, why are you speaking like housekeeping? Like, why is that something you're doing now? <laughs> and then you had like music playing over an FM radio that was attached to a cart with like a Swiffer wet jet. Eh, eh, eh. <laughs> Got my cumbias on. <laughs> perfect. It was like, what is that genre of... Is, there's a genre of Mexican music like Safario or something like that. What the fuck are you talking no, about? No, what is it called? Shit, I was really hoping you were to back me up on this. There's a kind of like music that like only like middle-aged Mexican women listen to. Shit, I don't remember anymore. One time we were in a restaurant and you were explaining it to me, but I've forgotten now. I have no idea what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I've given you nothing to work with. That. This should have been our Titanic this week. <laughs> <laughs> what what imaginary genre <laughs> of music hey, are you? What's that type of chocolate called that's actually vanilla? Oh, um, shit. I think it's uh, milk chocolate. Oh, okay. American chocolate. <laughs> yeah. It all tastes exactly the same. Kit Kat bars. Do you have a, a Titanic for us? I do. Oh, oh, we're shit. we're just jumping right in. I mean, to the icy water. I mean, I kind of already started it off on an awkward note, so I feel like the least we could do is just spring right in Titanic. I don't know. Well, now I want to change it. Mm. What does Safario sound like to you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Safario. I I hope. I pray to God that there is a genre of Mexican music called Safario, and I can oh, bring nope, it forward. No, no. What is it called? Adventuro, it, it's something like that. It's like an adventure or some shit. I don't fucking it's know. It's not a genre of music. There is a group called Aventura. Maybe. I don't know. But that's not like no, middle-aged so women. That's, what is it? 
I'd say that's like people might. It's like um, I've been through. I mean, they're still around, but really, uh, they it's like were the menudo style of music. Oh, <laughs> you know menudo. Yeah. There you go. It's his favorite type of breakfast. I love a little uh, pork gut for breakfast. <laughs> Beef tummy. That's what I want in the morning. Mm. Mm. Delicious stringy. Okay, anyways. Muy picoso. You so ready for this Titanic? Always. You ready for the sounder? Yep. Smut audio. Here we go. Shit. Nothing's ever going to sink this bitch. Oh, wait. What could ever go wrong? Nothing. God is on the side of this Titanic. Let's go. Okay. Here we go. So, what would be your life's mascot? I'm not talking about like an animal. <laughs> I'm talking about like <laughs> you made it worse by saying I'm not talking about an animal and saying your life's mascot. Your life's mascot is already bad, but then saying yeah. But I guess that's the same as a spirit animal. A no, life's no. See, that's where you're wrong. You oh, didn't let me explain. Okay, I mean, like giant Ugh. suit that kid is running around in. <laughs> but that can't be an animal. Oh, it can be. I just, it's not like a spirit animal. You're thinking like high school mascot mascot, like a tornado or something. Or or pro pro NFL game mascot. Okay, got it. Um, So mine would definitely be a wildcat because um, I, my name sounds like an original name, but then you go around and you're like, wait a second, every other school has wildcats as their mascot. Why Why on mm. earth? And you, then you just go through life thinking you were original, <laughs> but actually wind up being very average. Yeah. That yeah. would be, maybe this isn't a very good Titanic after all. I already had an answer for it. I feel like I should be scratching my head trying to find one out, right? Well, I think you took the easy way out. Uh, okay. So should I think of another one? No, I mean, you've answered, so... The other thing I love about this is you make me go first, so I have no idea what answer you're looking for. <laughs> well, I can't even use you as a role model. I, I can't copy your work. I tried to give you an example, but you cut me off. Oh, I'm sorry. Please That's go okay. ahead. No, well, I told you like a high school mascot. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. Damn, I suck. There's that. Just is there a flush sound effect? Because let's use that now. Well, there is this one. Okay. <laughs> How's that? Not good enough. Hmm, okay, what about this? Oh, try me, bitch. Your turn. Um, if you what? had one mascot that you could have that was for high school and not an animal, what would it be? It could be an animal. Uh, Wrong. Um, I need that Steve Brule sound effect. Wrong. <laughs> you haven't thought about this? <laughs> No, I like to be original at the time. Oh, my goodness. This is all off the cuff. All right, here we go. Um, I think that, well, I don't know. You said tornado, and I kind of like that. Why? You see yourself as destructive and a wrecker of trailer parks? No, I just like to spin a lot. Do you really? (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, I would be like a DJ. That sounds like a dumb... Oh, I like that. <laughs> DJ Nato. Yeah. That reminds me of a good dad joke that I just wrote. You want to hear it? Yes. Where did the wife tornado say she was going to when the husband tornado asked, where are you going? What? 
spin class. Oh my god! You like it? Unfortunately, yes, I do. Okay, good. Uh, is that our Titanic? Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. Well, we could talk about something, or we could just get right into fucked up bits, because I've got literally 400 things we need to talk about on that. Oh, well, I have a lot of things I want to talk about, too. Really? Like what? Well, actually, I was going to segue into this whenever you talked about your name. Okay. And how you would be a wildcat, because everybody's a wildcat. Yeah, sure. So, um, I wanted to share with our audience about... um, how your parents used to be extremely conservative uh-huh. and they right. actually um, named one of their children after Ronald Reagan. <laughs> right. <laughs> but the funniest part about that is that he's the youngest mm-hmm. and they inadvertently named their firstborn after a civil rights activist. <laughs> I just think that's so great. That is pretty funny. They named me John Lewis and they named him Reagan. The ultimate insult, though, would have been if Reagan decided he was a woman later on in life, had a gender <laughs> change, and then kept the name. That would have been great, yeah. Yeah, it would have been I mean, it's never too late. No, it's not too late at all. So... It might, it might happen. You never know. I mm-hmm. mean, he's has been in two relationships now and seems very happy about life, but you never know. Maybe things could change. I don't know. That's true. Yeah. I also love that Reagan is a perfectly androgynous name. Like you could, you could go either way with a name like Reagan and be totally fine. Did you grow up with a girl named Reagan? No, but I knew they existed. You know yeah. what I mean? It's kind of like Puerto Ricans. You know, I didn't grow up with any, but I knew they were out there somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, I get that. Anything okay. else? No, no, I just <laughs> I just wanted to you know throw that out there. Yeah, I I felt like my I personally felt like my name was cultural appropriation. If I'm being totally honest, because it's such a good African American name, and then there's the whitest kid you know walking around with it. Just like Butters from South Park is named John Lewis for some reason. Really? Yeah, that's that's one hundred percent how I felt because it felt like such a very like. African-American ethnic name, and then there's me with it, you know? If they I named, mean, you are very white. Oh, yeah, very white. It would have been... The only thing that would have been more ironic is if they named me Daquan or something, But, you know? no, I mean, like, John is a really white name. Oh, for sure. You kidding me? So, it's not really... No, the problem is not the John. The problem is the John and the Lewis. That's where they get you. Well, yeah, because that's literally an African-American civil rights activist name. Right. Well, also the double name thing, too, I feel like contributes to that. But John Lewis, like the civil rights activist, that's not his first name. Correct. But the, here's the thing, though, right? I feel like it's a very white thing to have one-syllable names. Yeah. Well, no, it's not. I mean, I, I don't know where I'm I, going with this. I, yeah, I don't uh, Yeah. I'm backing down from my point. Paul, John, Carl. That's every stand-up comedian, every African-American stand-up comedian that does a bit about white people. The character name that he gives the white person is always one syllable, though. It's like Carl. I mean, that's funny because most of the comedians I can think of that are African-American also have one or one-syllable names. Hmm. Like who? Dave, Chris. Oh, uh, that's true. Here's the funny part. I think of them as Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock. 
I don't even think of them as David. Maybe you're on a first name basis with these people. I don't know. Yeah, you know, just, you know, good old Dave. He's trying to find okay. a soundboard. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. It was going to be a long, awkward silence and then. Okay. Oh, well. That worked out fine, I guess. Ruined it. Uh-huh. Trashed that bit. Um, we're going to move into fucked up bits. You're just. I'm dying. To, dude, I'm seriously. Are. Okay, Tuesday night. Shit was fucked up. I had to work really late. I was very tired and I laid in bed and I found this video and I was like, the whole day might have been a wash, but this thing has made my life so happy. Here. John Lewis really likes to see others suffer. I mean, is there anything wrong with that? It's a world star. Right. Say it again. Fuck you, you white piece of shit. Thank you. All right. So check out at a Burger King. That's the setting for this. Yeah. Uh, cashier is screaming at the person who is videoing it, who is going through the drive-thru, who presumably got the wrong thing on their order. Okay. We're Hispanic. We're Hispanic. Get it right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the lady, they, they've recorded mid-argument, which is already a problem because we've missed the setup, right? So this is me starting the video. Say it again. Say it again. Fuck you, you white piece of shit. Thank you. We're well. not even white. We're Hispanic. Yeah. So she says, fuck you, you white piece of shit. Right. And then the people in the car go, we're not even white. We're Hispanic. And like you can hear that they're definitely Hispanic. You yeah. Know? It's very obvious that they're not white people, you know? That's true. Except I, I don't African-American people consider Hispanic people white. I don't know. I'm, I, this is going to shock you. I'm not actually African-American. I know my name confused you, but I'm I'm actually very white, so I don't I have no idea what the that culture views it. I do know this: there has been arguments over who can say the N word, in which I've heard many African Americans say uh, Mexicans cannot say it anymore. You're right. So I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe not. The funny part to me, though, is this: the crucial part of a really good insult is making sure that it's based in truth, right? Yeah. If you're busting someone's balls, you're going for something that either they don't feel very insecure about, or two is completely false, right? That's what you do amongst friends. With an enemy, you look at them, you find something you can hit them with that's true that they're insecure about, and you get them, right? Mm. This lady fucked up. Right off the bat, she says, fuck you, you white piece of shit, right? Then yeah. they're not white. So <laughs> the insult completely does not land. But then she does this, which I think is hilarious. Okay. Get it right. It's hard to give you your money back. White fat bitch. I don't care. You know what? At least I'm not working at Burger King like you. this. Shit. So at least I'm not working where at Burger King. The, oh, the okay. Mexican lady's like, I don't care. At least I'm not working at Burger King. And then the Mex the black lady fires back. I have two parents. I go to school. Right, this right. is this, this job. The money I make is to blow up. <laughs> Did you catch that? Not at all. <laughs> she says this. She says I have two parents. I go to school. The money I make at this job is to blow up, quote unquote. As in like. As in, like, become a huge star. Like, she's seeing this as, like, blow-up money, you know? Oh, okay. So yeah. I didn't know if she was, like, saying this money is for blow. No, no. This... Up. <laughs> no. She says this money's to blow up. She thinks that she's Cardi B stripping, right? That's what she King. thinks. 
She's at Burger King now, hmm. right? She's she thinks that she's going to take all of this energy she's putting into this, you know, minimum wage job at a Burger King and put it into some career, a, a hip hop hey, or know, dance or something. I'm just going to say this: all right. she is on World Star Hip Hop, so hey. that's the first step. The first step is getting 127,839 views. Yeah, on World Star Hip Hop. I mean, I can't say that. I mean, I don't have that many views on World Star Hip Hop. Let's get real here. And you know what? She probably didn't have to spend a cent of her Burger King money. No, not a dime of it, man. No. She had to spend every penny of her pride, though. This, this, we're asking for a refund because your manager was touching her cell phone. Touching the cell phone. So it happened. This raises an interesting point. They're asking for a refund because the manager was touching her cell phone, okay? And I've wondered how long it would be before this became a serious hygiene issue. Yeah. But I think we need to discuss this now. It, you don't ever clean your cell phone. No one does. No one ever takes, like, a, a, a what do you call it, a wipe and runs that across their cell phone to get all the germs off of it. Actually, I do. You do? I do. Wow. I don't. So I guess but I'm not enough. One. You're right. And that it's not enough. Well, let me ask you this, too. Uh, what percentage of the time would you say you're on the toilet on your phone? Mm, I would say anything less than 100 percent is a lie. No, no. I read legitimately sometime. I'd say 30 percent of the time. Wait, only 30 percent of the time you're on your phone. Yes. And what? I'll tell you why. Why? Because I have no self-control. And if I take my phone with me while I'm at the bathroom, I will stay in the bathroom for like mm. at least 20 minutes. Damn. So if I got shit to do, I can't afford to take my phone to the bathroom. Shit, the bathroom of no return. That's what this shit is? Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. Also, if you're me and you wear leggings a lot. Which I do. They don't have pockets, and the only thing more awkward, no, no, I don't, I'm not going to phrase it that way. There's nothing more awkward than trying to wipe your booty mm. and not having a pocket to put your phone in. Hmm. I feel like wiping your booty and not having a pocket to put your phone in in public would be more awkward, but that's just me. You said because you said there's nothing more awkward. All right, we're going to move on. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> Louis. has nothing to do with you. I don't even know why you're getting upset for. You gave me the refund? I posted it and I find Oh shit. And this video ends with Are you threatening to kill me? So you can tell the situation is entirely de escalated by the time we're finished. Yeah. You know? It is nice that it ends on a happy ending though, mm. you know? It's almost like a Christmas story if we're being honest. Yeah, I just you know, did he get his refund? Mm. And you know, I, I wanna know. Mm -hmm. uh, see, I I feel like we need to set up a Twitter or something because yeah. I want feedback from the people out there. I wonder if we could get them on the podcast and do like a, a conversation with them, you know? Go go to, what's the website? <laughs> World Star Hip Hop? No. Twitter? No. Oh, Ask Jeeves. Seeing nothing for that. Nothing. I'm, um... Jeez Louise, give a dog a bone. What's up? I am, uh, taking Eddie's advice. No one knows who Eddie is. <laughs> Eddie told me if I want to be taken seriously, I have to ignore John Lewis's jokes. Okay. That's good advice for a comedy podcast. I know. Thank Got you. Got it. Got it. But, 
Um, Just do I this. Think... At least this would be funny. Okay. There you go. Go ahead. Um. Well, fuck! You just <laughs> completely distracted me. So sorry, my bad. It's What's okay. up? I I forgot. Oh, you don't have anything. All right. So oh, should we oh, go oh, to oh, the oh, next oh. thing? No, the, the podcast website. What is a podcast website? But we don't have a website. How do people reach out to you? They email me hhjsfp at gmail dot com. Ha ha, joke so funny, please. So hhjsfp at gmail dot com. Okay. The, the link is always in the description. Awesome. Well, can you guys please email us and tell us if you would ask for a refund mm. if the person cooking their your food touched their phone? Absolutely. I would also like to ask this. If anyone has ever uh, ordered a nice uh, order of three-piece uh, uh, chicken at a Popeye's and had the order come out to them and had a, a deep-fried cell phone in it, I think that would be amazing. If you, could, if you could reach out with a picture of that, that would make me very happy about life. Just a deep-fried cell phone, you know? Yeah, that would make me happy also. Mm. Another thing about a deep-fried cell phone from a Popeye's, you know it's not going to be an iPhone X. Know what I'm saying? I don't know. Maybe they're just working there to blow up. She was. Well, she definitely did, so that's good. The money, I, the conflict yeah, I created this, this job this is, is so I can blow up. This is really a good story because it's of a young girl's dreams coming true. Yeah, I view it this way, man. It's it's kind of sad, though, you know, because it's like this. these are two minorities that are warring against one another, right? That's the situation. They needed to unite, man. The election's over. This is why we lost, man, because they couldn't unite. They were too busy fighting over who was the white piece of shit. And, and, you know, they were so busy fighting at the Burger King, they didn't turn up to vote. And then that's why you know, Beto O'Rourke didn't win in Texas. And that's why we lost Florida, you know? Yeah. At, well, actually, about that, I was really disappointed to see that a lot of Hispanic women voted for Ted Cruz. A lot of Hispanic women voted for Ted Cruz? Yes. Why is that, you think? I have no idea. We'll, we'll reach to out know. to my favorite Hispanic woman, Paul Wyarius, and ask him. Um, see what oh, he yeah. thinks about he, that. He is a tr- Ted supporter, isn't he? I don't know. He's, he's just crazy. What, what, kind of, what political affiliation is mental illness? Republican. No, come on. That's a cop-out. <laughs> Although I did set you up for it. I know. <laughs> I, t- I couldn't resist. I took the bait. Yeah. I'm right. sorry. If That's all right. Look, I, I take the I high road. You take the low you. road. I just disagree with you. Mm. And hate you. No. Oh. <laughs> I do not hate you. Okay. Well, I'm glad because we're this married. This is not joke so hateful, the podcast. I don't know. It seems like it. I mean, we did start out this podcast by you saying, fuck you, you white piece of shit. So, and the money I make at this job is so I can blow up. And I was like, what money? I'm not even paying you, lady. Damn it. Mm-hmm. So now your cover's blown. That wasn't World Star Hip Hop. That was actually us acting it out this whole time, which makes my accent very racist. Yes, you white piece of shit. Well, I mean, you're the one that did a very heavy African-American accent as well and then said the money I make at this job is so I can blow up. So that's pretty stereotypical and racist too, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, Don't you love how I like set it up to where you had to explain to me what blow up was? Like, 
<laughs> just really selling it. It was really good. You I know? also love that we stopped the video so that we could make commentary over the top, too. That's mm-hmm. really good. We've been taking improv classes, the, guys. Oh, gosh. You know, the content we turn out of here is just something <laughs> I'm so proud it's of. what we do. We just spin shit into gold around here, don't yeah, we? Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I've got another part of Fucked Up Bits. So I could do this all day. Actually, we never even played the intro for Fucked Up Bits. You want to hear it? Well, we did hear it three times last week. So. No, there's five different ones, though, because he sent me every one. Oh, right. But we heard the same one three times Right. last week. It's true. So maybe we just call it good this time. All right. All the other kids with the fucked up beats better run, better run, outrun my podcast. Here's my problem with this guy. He let that... Like, he didn't close the intro. He let it run another 30 seconds. So there's another 30 seconds of this going on after it's over. Maybe he was amping up to, you know, like he stopped. Mm-hmm. It inspired him to rap. Mm. But he, you didn't pay for that. So he um, was just... Okay. He wanted to keep the flow going. Got but it. he had to give it himself enough room to cut it off so that... So that I could have something. Yeah. Got it. Okay. I Maybe mean, he used this as a loop. Maybe he's blowing up in Croatia or Ukraine or wherever the hell mm-hmm. he is, you know? All because of you. Well, you know, that's what I do. The money I make at this job is so I can blow up, you know? Yeah. Uh. Okay. So, wait, wait. So you're telling me you're paying yourself? <laughs> what the fuck? Making money, bitches. <laughs> All right. So this video takes place in England. Um. It is outside of a restaurant called Cafe Gratitude. There's a protester and one of her comrades. I guess that's what protesters call each other. Did you? What do you communists call each other, Daniela? Did you um look up blow up? Is that like the? Is that the thread between all of these? What do you mean? Well, on the first one, the girl had the job to blow up, and uh-huh. the title of this video is Animal Rights Activists Blow Up <laughs> Over <laughs> Dad Joke. I didn't even see the title. Um, I don't know why blow Like, that doesn't seem like the correct way to use that word blow up, because it, they just get angry. <laughs> like, they're not blowing like up. They're not, yeah, they're not like... They're not like having a surge of rage or anything. I guess they are. Yeah, no. The, I mean, blow up. Just, that doesn't make any sense. That's not what we tell you honestly, Danielle. It's really mean because I was homeschooled and I don't know how words work. Okay, so I broke my heart. Can we watch the video now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Imagine I take you out on a nice date, right? Like we Impossible. did. A- Look, imagine we went out on a nice date. Like, we go to Wendy's or some shit, right? We're Mm. sitting there. Nice order of fries. We're enjoying our romantic dinner. I brought a candle from home because they're not going to give us that shit there. And I light it up. And I turn off the lights. And the manager's running over to turn the lights on. But before he can, while we're enjoying our delicious food, there's a woman outside screaming, Rape is not love! (laughs) Rape is not love! That would... Do you think that would set the mood? Do you think I'm getting laid tonight if that happens? Mm. No, probably not. Mm. Well, that's really unfortunate. Even even though the smell of, you know, never frozen beef (laughs) and pumpkin spice Yankee candle, they just, 
the combination of that so intoxicating. Damn it. I told you not to give personal information out on the podcast. Now everyone knows I like pumpkin spice Yankee candles. Yeah. Well, only for dates, though, because he saves them for special occasions. Okay. So back to this video. Uh, this woman is screaming, rape is not love. You can't compassionately rape someone. And then there are these three dudes. I'm going to call them. What, what would you call that? They're like the yeet generation. Euro trash. Euro, <laughs> they look like Euro trash, but they also look like the kind of people that post Pepe Ming memes. You know what I mean? 4chan. Yeah, like 4chan type guys. And they're walking past these two protesters and they... They're saying you cannot compassionately rape someone. And then one of this guy's quips, Mike Tyson did, right? Yeah. And then keeps walking. So a shitty joke, right? Very shitty, yes. And then uh, the ladies are screaming, stop supporting rape. And then... Oh, God. Did you hear that guy laugh at his own joke? Oh, this my is Kobe gosh. Bryant, dude. Oh. <laughs> you hear that? <laughs> This is what he did to himself. He made his own joke, and then he went. Okay. <laughs> like, even he knew it wasn't that good. Don't be crying, dude. Wait, show me your chicken. <laughs> did you just say <laughs> His dumb friends are laughing, too. <laughs> did you just make a joke about rape? See, she really thought the joke was funny, and so she's going, oh, my God, did you just make a joke about rape? That is so creative and insightful. So she's running up to him to give him a compliment. Did you just make a rape joke? You, with the blue shirt. You This is the kind of man who made this joke, right? He's wearing the uh, Nike slides with those athletic socks that go up to your calf and shorts. He doesn't deserve that dog he's walking. That's all I know. None of us deserve dogs. Come on, let's get rid of No, here. yeah, but especially not him. <laughs> Fuck this guy. Oh, my God. This is like a contest of the assholes right now. It, it's pretty amazing to me because it's like the first person is screaming into a restaurant about rape not being compassionate. Why? Why is she doing that? This is the vegan thing, right? You know how like. Uh, Do you mean the PETA thing? Yeah. Well, it's not like it's. It's. I feel like PETA has split into multiple groups now, too, because I don't think these people are actually associated with PETA. They're just, like, hardcore animal rights activists or oh, whatever. Oh, yeah, I know. I, I thought you were saying the unreasonable. I mean, vegans aren't. No, they're not all crazy, but this is, like, the extreme wing of that. You know how right. they're, like, religious people that, like, yes, I, I don't know. I, you, I, you I know. get what you're saying. I'm just saying that maybe they these women found out that the owner of this restaurant raped somebody I, I don't think so and the reason i don't think this is because there's a woman wearing a cow mask outside of the thing right uh-huh and this is not a chick-fil-a and she's not about to get a free chicken sandwich all right she's wearing a cow mask because it's the animal rights thing hey, oh shit oh shit i just realized they're animal activists yes exactly 
Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Why so, are they talking about rape? I, I don't understand it. It's this is the thing though, where it once you get down the rabbit hole of like whatever your religion is, be it veganism or Baptist or whatever, you know, think about Westboro Baptist, right? Yeah. Whenever you pass like or see on TV these people who are protesting a veteran's funeral and they have signs out that say God hates fags or whatever. Like, it's completely impossible to understand from our perspective because we're so far removed from that ideology, yeah, yeah. you know? But once you go down the rabbit hole, they have some, you know, like, loophole. They have some reasoning they get to from where they link rape to eating meat, right? And that's where they're at, you know? Holy shit. Okay. All right. Okay. And then this woman here, right? I mean, because I do agree that rape's not... Right, but <laughs> I also enjoy a nice steak every once in a while. Yeah, that's where they get you. So they're like, you wouldn't support rape, would you? No, but... No. All right, well, then don't eat meat. Oh, okay. <laughs> See what I mean? Yes, okay. Because <laughs> every time you have a steak, you are raping someone. You know, like they make that leap, and then you're like, well, I don't want to rape people. Guess I better be a vegan. Doot, doot. All right, so... That is a... Okay, all right. That's how they get people. All right, so uh, obviously this woman is very thrilled about the joke that was made about rape by these two passing douchebags. So she's running up to them to compliment them. Okay, what I love is that these people are so perfectly defined by their outfits, too. You know, this woman is wearing a purple skirt that goes down to her ankles and like a black and white striped shirt and then sandals right mm -hmm. like very very crunchy looking you know like a, a whole food shopper kind of person and she's chasing after this dude who's wearing slides and shorts and athletic socks you know <laughs> like it's so funny to me because these are the perfect representatives of both branches of craziness danielle's face palming so hard is this the best fucked up bit i've brought yet yeah, but I want to see the rest of it. All right, let's keep going. And then she screams, come here and try and rape my six-foot, 200-pound ass. Mm -hmm. Which that is a big ass, might I say. also one of those people that's back is stuck in a perpetual slouch okay i'm gonna say this All here's right. my take on it let's hear it i don't agree with her right but i'm gonna say this mm -hmm. i think with this you kind of have to take the comedy sort of route mm. where you don't heckle Unless you're prepared to deal with the fury. Uh, that's a good point. You know? Yep. What she is is she's she's really a stand-up comedian. Yes. That's what she's doing. She's yeah. going to an open mic. She brought her own equipment. Yes. Her audience are people that are eating food. And her setup is mm -hmm. rape is not compassionate. Right. right? And Which this I'm guy gonna comes in and he's like, hey. Starts heckling her. Yeah. Oh, so shitty. Don't we hate that at an open mic he, when you're trying he, to get a joke he, over? He should respect her art. He really should. I mean, she's going to get so many laughs once the punchline hits for the setup. Rape is not compassionate. Mm-hmm. Damn. You I know, mean, really, those diners are lucky. They really are. They're very Getting blessed. Getting a free show. 
Yeah, dinner and a show? Come on, dude. Who hasn't wanted to be there eating their nice food when somebody wants up and says, Rape is not compassionate! Which, you know, on a activist level, uh huh. Um, you know, I, I do think it's awesome that people eat less meat. I do know, like, it's bad for the environment and stuff, mm. but... I just, I just gotta say, like, the equivalent of raping somebody is so far from eating meat. Yeah, it's a long stretch, isn't it, it? It's just such a long stretch. I, like, I, I think that if they showed me, like, cute little animal pictures and be like, this is literally what you're eating. Right. His name was Fluffy. <laughs> and he loved to roll around in daisies. Yeah. And you ended his life. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd be like, get this fucking steak away from me. I'm going to go heat myself over there for a while. I think I agree with you. I think they need a PR firm is what they need. They do. Because just, I want to be totally honest with the you. Wrong way. The first thing I thought when I heard her screaming, rape is not compassionate, and saw that she had a cow mask on was I thought, holy shit, are they raping cows before they slaughter them? Yeah, I just don't. That, that that's that's like I would think oh that's horrifying and yeah. then I'd walk up to her and be like oh my god I had no idea they were raping cows and she's like no that's not what's happening right I'm just saying it's as if and then I'd be like oh well it's not the same thing right I, <laughs> you would totally lose me at that point. hey Siri where's the closest Shake Shack <laughs> that's what my reaction would be right. let's go get some Five Guys bitch mm. Mm. Right, let's see the outro to this. I don't think much happens after this. Let's see. Oh, shit. So they go back. This is what's funny is the thing about stand-up is you have to recover after someone heckles you. The heckler walks off, and then she goes back to the podium, and she starts speaking to the people who are inside of Cafe Gratitude. vegan menu and she's offended yeah they're mad because it's one of those crunchy places where there's a regular menu on the front and then there's a little asterisk next to some of the things and it's like this is vegan this is vegan and they're mad because Mm -hmm. they're not all the way vegan which is what i hate about people who are fundamentalist is they're like you're not with us because you're not a hundred percent right which is not true i mean we're with you we're with you 10 percent you know (laughs) yeah or you know it's like yeah, anyways. Yeah. Holy shit. I don't think you could hear that. There are these people that are walking out after having their dinner, and the woman in high heels screams, you think you can rape someone humanely. That's what she says to them. I got to find out the backstory of this. Why don't you stand up, customer? so funny that's the end of it why don't you stand up for the victims of cafe gratitude is what they say why aren't you going to a mcdonald's or some shit people yeah don't support restaurants that give vegan options i'm not convinced there's a backstory here what i'm in denial that people are this unreasonable no have you (laughs) this is like driving past the westboro baptist thing and seeing the signs that say god hate fags like there has to be a backstory here that I know it doesn't look like it makes sense, but somewhere it makes sense. Somewhere it makes sense that God actually does hate them. 
Or maybe, like, whenever they're saying God, they mean, like... Mean people. Like, bad people. Yeah. Maybe they meant Satan. Maybe they're Satanists. Maybe, or maybe the God that they are referring to doesn't actually... It's not that God. Oh, maybe they're talking about Poseidon. Yeah. <gasps> oh, Poseidon hates fags. We should go out with signs that say yes. that. Oh, we should go change the narrative, dude. There you go. Next time a veteran dies, we're gonna go out there with signs that say Poseidon hates the other F word and we're gonna we're gonna walk around with that and the people are gonna be so thrilled. Yeah. Mm, okay. Well, we solved the world's problems today and I'm yeah. glad we did. <laughs> uh I think it's hysterical that people can be part of this animal rights community and think that they can say shit like that and it's somehow going to sway people over to their side. Like yeah. That's yeah. not how you win people over, you I, know? I feel like we need a positive thing to talk about, you mm. know? How about uh, Anchor.fm? Does that sound like a positive thing? Because we're uh, about at that point. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's the most positive. <laughs> Please. It's the positivist. Positivists of all positives. That's right. All right. Have you ever thought about starting your own pon- podcast? <laughs> podcast. Ever thought about starting your own podcast? Podcast. Podcast. The podcast. So what? Help me, please. Podcast. Great podcast. Today we're talking on podcast. What do you got in your pond? I got some bullfrogs. I got some catfish. I got some trout and some carp. What else you got in your pond, Daniela? Oh, I thought it was like um, Pond Stars, the podcast. Oh, Pond Talk. That's what you're thinking. So it's yeah. like a podcast that goes on after Pond Stars that discusses the items that were bought. And then yes, you go, that's except bullshit. you can't see them at all. It's great. Right. You're like, those Confederate dollars should have gone for two or three cents, not yes. $300. That's right. bullshit. Right. Got it. Okay. Well, whenever you were trying to start this podcast. I was. Yeah. You, oh, oh yeah. sorry. I forgot I was John Lewis. Right. Yeah. I, I yeah. was doing the Pawn Stars thing. You um, you had a lot of questions, and it was about more than just antiques. Mm. Where do you record an episode? Where do you find background music? How do you become a funny person? Mm. Ouch. Where do you put the audio? Where do I put the PP? How do you get your podcast on Apple or Spotify or all the other places people listen? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. And best of all, it's 100% free and 100% ridiculously easy to use. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, go to anchor.fm slash start today to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear what you all come up with. And we're back. Yeah, we are. <laughs> okay, so um, you know, I've always wanted to be the type of person that's a woman that supports other women. You are that kind of person. You've been supporting me for so long. <laughs> hey oh, self-deprecating humor. <laughs> Why is that self-deprecating? Being a woman is a great thing, John Lewis. No, but it's it's a good thing if that's what you want to be. It's not a great thing if it's not what you want to be, right? Yeah. So it, it's an insult because it's like saying, uh, I don't Being know, if, a woman is a bad thing. No, it's like saying, uh, I wasn't trying to be, if I was trying to be effeminate and you said, oh, that looks so pretty, that's a compliment to someone who's trying to be that way, right? To someone who's not trying to be effeminate, who wants to look very masculine, that is an insult. 
because which I don't care. I don't care if I look effeminate or masculine. I look kind okay, of bookish, okay. you know. Whatever. Nice save. <laughs> wasn't a save. So oh anyways. God. You know, but there are times when women do things that I can't help but be like, what the fuck? Mm. Like lipstick. Nobody can measure up to that. And you're awesome for doing that. But like I'm kind of jealous of you. Are we talking about the lady that was in front of the store again? Screaming rape is not compassionate. No, I am talking about the um, woman who I saw on Facebook was running a marathon. Oh, boy. Which already, you know, if you run marathons, good for you. That's awesome. Yeah. And really, really difficult. Mm-hmm. But while she was running... She was pumping milk. Oh, shit. Meals on wheels? Meals on feet. Oh. <laughs> Meals on... <laughs> but, you know, like... I just... I, I've i always... I've a Part of me has always resented moms who run with strollers. Because mm. it's like, I you know, running is hard enough. That's true. You put like being a parent into the mix Mm -hmm. like that's amazing yeah but i mean it's a stroller has wheels like it's not that hard what i would love to see is a woman that's running papoose style like she has a baby like strapped on her back and the baby's like just bouncing up and down everywhere you know yeah actually that might be really bad for a baby you might be able to shake a baby that way and then the baby has you know incurable brain damage from yeah that's why there's jogging strollers they thought of that oh shit just yeah. thought of a great insult. What if you say a marathon baby instead of like that's the new word for like a shaken baby? Be like, you know, sorry, dude, I got marathon baby brain today. Where's this sound? The soundboard's right here. Here you go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my favorite thing about that sound effect. It only gets better if you wait. Like if you let the silence hang there for a little while. It gets better. Okay. See, <laughs> <laughs> so you laugh for the first time. Perfect. Okay. So, you know, I just wanted to give a shout out to these women. Okay. Um, Who can pump and pump and run? Pump and run. Yeah. I hope that's um, a new, the new dance. Yeah. But then, you know, I, I was like, that's like next level. You mm-hmm. know, there's... The mom with the jog stroller. Right. There's the woman who is pumping while she's running a marathon. Because, mm. you know, it takes like four hours sure. to run the marathon. So. Right. And then the other day, I saw even more intense than that. Oh, shit. Was it a man who was breast pumping while he was running? No. That'd be pretty intense. Okay. Played that for myself. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Um, no, it was this mom, and she was commuting in the morning. Oh, fuck. That's hardcore, dude. And she was on a bike. Oh. And she had not one baby, but two babies strapped to her bike. <gasps> oh, my God. Was it in a line like a train? Because that'd be hysterical. Like a little baby train. 
What? You know how they have those bikes where you can pull behind you like the little oh, carriage yeah, yeah. and then you have another carriage attached to that so that you can take the twinsies with you. No, it was it was like a tandem bike sort of. The baby was pedaling the bike with her? <laughs> no. Wow, that is I impressive. don't know how to explain this crazy ass bike. All I know is she was biking uh, a mommy's a, little helper in tandem a bike. Skirt with two babies in the back. Whoa, with a skirt? Yes. It's not very empowering, I don't think. And she I was like, pants. how the hell are you doing this? I mean. I can barely balance a bike on my own. Right. Two babies mm-hmm. and a bike. Yeah. I mean, that's that's really impressive, man. I think it's incredible. It's like watching those like old West movies where you see the pioneer women that like have cranked out 20 kids and they're like somehow breastfeeding 12 children like a dog, you know, and like there's just like they're churning butter at the same time. And then there's like, uh, you know, there's like bands of mercenaries that are rolling through town. They have to shoot off, you know, Mm -hmm. she's a pioneer woman. That's what she is. She's just hardcore. You know, I just you're right. She is hardcore. I'm just saying that, like, I'm really impressed Thank you. With all these women stepping it up and See. being badasses. I thought you were going to say you were impressed with my podcast producing skills, but okay, that's fine. I don't need a compliment. Oh, try me, bitch. <laughs> okay, I'll try you. <laughs> I do try your patience. Ha <laughs> ha. Okay. Oh, boy. Joke so bomby, the podcast. So, anyways, that's just what I wanted to talk about. I I was hoping that you would have like you know some things that women do sar- that impress not, me. Not sarcastic input well, to put into this. I don't know if I've told you this or not. This is supposed to be a funny podcast, so if we can have funny little tidbits in addition to the serious stuff, that's cool too. You know, it doesn't have to be that way all the time. But I am going to try and make jokes occasionally because that's what I do. You know, that's just me. Okay. <laughs> I played that on myself. You're welcome. Um, yeah, I, I don't. Here's the thing with men. Um, men do impressive shit, but I never look at it and I'm like, man, as another man, I find that to be very impressive. Like there's there's literally nothing like I, I look at people and I'm like, oh, that's really impressive that another homo sapien pulled that off. So you're telling me you've never seen somebody who's actually funny and thought man that is awesome yeah but i've seen men and women do that and i've been like that's really cool it's never been a thing of like oh but here's the reason why though if i had the ability to produce children then i wouldn't have a choice i'd have to look at that as like oh look what this other person of my gender did you know yeah but with men there's just not that thing there's not like you don't think like man that Stream of jizz is just really amazing. Ew, that's nasty, Daniela. I've never thought that. <laughs> just, what if it turned out someone was gay and they were passing it off as like a male empowerment <laughs> thing? <laughs> just like, I really admire how masculine he is. What do you mean? He like <laughs> no, doesn't no, do shit. No. You have a better point. Oh, yeah. No, I just, you know, God damn it. I just think it's wonderful. Like, honey, isn't it amazing, like, how strong he is? Like, just as a, a man. Isn't that amazing? He's fathered 17 children. It's incredible. And and he's 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 only had, you know, like, he's been in a relationship with only three women. Like, I mean, it's impressive. I just think it's incredible. How, like, he's a man, a very robust gentleman. Some of these women, he's only known for... 
two minutes. It's crazy, man. <laughs> he just is really obsessed with him. <laughs> look what look at the pants he's wearing. Isn't that cool? Look, he wears those shorts. Those shorts look good on him, don't they, honey? And he doesn't let nobody tell him they're too short. <laughs> I appreciate that he feels empowered to wear whatever he wants to wear. He doesn't care if his bulge is showing. He's not going to let society tear him down. He's proud of his bulge. <laughs> I'm proud of his bulge, damn it. I'm proud for him. Oh, that's a new character. Yeah. Closeted gay man who's using his male empowerment thing as an excuse to look at other men's genitals. That's our new bit. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't look at other men and think that's really impressive that he did that. Like, I've never looked at... You've never done that. No, not... No, and, and I know men who do, and frankly, it's weird. Like, if I'm being totally honest. There's because not, There's not a man that you admire. No, it doesn't work like that. There's not a man that I admire and then think, I admire that person as a man. That I d- does, That's not... Like, okay, think, oh, here's what... That's fucking weird. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Okay, name one thing that I would admire a man for. The way he works. Okay. Or the way he handles himself professionally. Great. Or, you know, the way that, I don't know, like, he stands up for his employees. Or the way that he... I don't know. Like, that he can run a whole marathon or that... Whenever you're done, okay, all of those things, I'm about to blow your mind right now and show you how progressive I actually am. All of those things are things a woman could do. All of those things. Yes, and I admire them for it. Okay, see, now you're just being stubborn. So, listen, (laughs) that's all this is. Oh, let me blow your mind. Oh, my God, okay. Women can admire men also. I'm not saying they can't, lady. I'm saying it's <laughs> weird to admire someone as a man specifically for something that's gender-based. Because it's it's saying it's not saying that a woman couldn't do it, but it's just weird to do because a woman could totally do the same thing. Yeah. Like standing up for their employees, running a marathon. That's Those are things that I would not admire another man for on the basis of being a man. Those are things that I would admire a person for on the basis of just being an incredible person. I understand that. I'm okay. just saying that it's okay to admire a man. You literally told me you do not admire men. No. I Yes, you I, did. I admire men. I do not admire men on the basis of being a man, right? So I okay. don't look at someone. I look at someone and be like, oh, what a funny comedian. Or, wow, that's really cool that someone could accomplish that, right? Yeah. But there's nothing that's just one gender specific about men. You know what I mean? Like... Literally, the only thing would be the the bit we were doing earlier. A dude's peen size. That's no. the only thing I could think of. You you could admire a man based on his parenting, too. Okay. There's a lot of things that men are that only men do. Yeah, like like what else though? Like parenting, I guess. Like he's a strong father figure. I hope to be like that. I'll give you that one. But what else? Yeah. Um. Damn it. I told you. I'm telling you, dude, <laughs> like there's not a lot. There's really not. When it boils down to it, you can't look at stuff because it's changed a lot. You know, okay. Well, yeah, I mean most all of the things that I mentioned were about moms. Right. Women being mothers. 
men don't like, and I'm going to say this too. Men don't have as strong of a father thing as they used to either. I don't, I don't feel like, like it's not hmm. the, the leave it to beaver world in which that makes sense has eroded a, a lot. Like, but see, that's the thing that I admire about these women is that they're breaking that sort of leave it to beaver mom definition, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like this woman is pumping while she's running, mm. you know? Like, I think a woman, your stereotypical woman from the 50s would say that and be like, that's so unladylike and right. horrendous. Uh-huh. And she's like, now fuck it. I got to feed my baby. I'm running. Yeah. I'm going to do it. That's true. So there's never anything that a guy does that way, like... Has any like have any of your coworkers or anything been like? Yeah, you know I had what? a coworker that jacked off during a marathon, and I was like, "Man, I think that's really brave of you." Most people would say, "Gross, he should go to jail," but I'm supportive of that. Like, see what I mean? There is not a bodily function that communicates the same way. Oh, right. We're but, not giving life while we're running marathons. But okay, if a dad was hauling his two children in a skirt on a bike. <laughs> Like, I would think that's impressive, too. Why? <laughs> because riding... To get the mental image of a man wearing a skirt with right. two children with him. That would be... It's difficult. That's why. <laughs> because it would be hard. Yes. That's the thing. Okay. All right. And it has nothing to do with bodily function. <laughs> yeah. But, but the mom could do that, too. I wouldn't look at him and go, wow, as a man, I admire him. <laughs> there wouldn't be anything there i would just be like maybe as a parent i think that's admirable well as a woman i'm like fuck yeah have your cake and eat it too you're a badass go get it you've never thought of that i don't this is the you've never thought of that towards a man i have thought of that towards a man but i don't think that that's correct because i i think that a lot of those things that i think about i'll give you an example uh he's such a powerful man i think that it's great that he stands up for his employees right that is something women can do too but it's not wrong for you to admire him for doing it because he's a man yeah but why would i though because you see yourself in people all the time okay just this morning, I just, I saw you in me. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Um, so, fourth wall broken here. That didn't happen this morning. But, um. <laughs> so, I didn't mean it that way, <laughs> genuinely. That's so funny. Uh. I, I think that's interesting. While we're on the topic of female empowerment and stuff, too, can we move on to another point that's kind of tangential to this? Yeah. Okay, so I, I read something the other day, right? There's a list of, like, top 100, like, wealthiest people, right? Like, and women are very far down on the list. Like, there's a gross inequality when it comes to, like, the amount of money that's earned by women, right? Yeah. And, and not in terms of, like, salaries, in terms of, like, women who, like create massive fortunes like become extremely wealthy you know yeah and uh the thing that makes it harder is a lot of the women who are on that list were women that married very successful men and kind of like married into the fortune you know what i mean 
So the one of the exceptions is a woman from China who made a lot of money. She's like number like 67 or something like that on the list, like a long way down, you know. And she made most of her money in the tech industry, like grew up in like a like. A, but it's a beautiful success story of like someone who worked really hard and like acquired a fortune or whatever. You know. Yeah, what I that's mean? awesome. So, what do you think is a contributor to that? Like, why do you think it is that like women rank so low on that thing? And what do you think it would take for them to move higher up the list? I'm curious. I, I do think, I hope, I mean, I think that they will continue to get higher as time goes on. But yeah, the, truth 20 is, dog. the truth is, is that it takes time to make social changes. And a lot of the changes that we're trying to make now of making sure that men and women have equal opportunity have we haven't really seen the effects of that yet mm. but so i don't <laughs> i don't confused. i can't i don't know how to yeah. make a joke out of that no there's no joke there i'm just interested what your opinion is you know yeah like you know um trying to make sure they have equal pay and equal opportunity they're not getting passed up for promotions or mm. that sort of thing based mm-hmm. on their desire to have children or mm. their you know past pregnancies future pregnancy whatever sure. stuff like that is not going into a factoring into whether they get a promotion or whatever right uh. or saying like i want to move her up in staff but mm. i don't want to do it because she's you know, I know that she's planning on having a family in a year. Right, right. Like, those are things that traditionally have happened in the past mm. that um, It really is are, unfair, isn't it? Yeah, it's so fucked up. It's, but this is the thing that's unfair about it, right? I don't think it's unfair for an employer to look at that just, like, financially and say that's, like, six months of lost revenue or whatever that that person could bring in. But I think it's unfair biologically that like women are the people who have to take that time because they don't have a choice. Like exactly. That's, that is the lot that they're given as the people who are going to bear children. You know what I mean? I wonder sometimes if that's the kind of place. Like, and I'm a pretty, I'm not a very liberal person, but I feel like that's one of those roles where you would think maybe society has to take a broader role in like bearing the financial weight of that having to happen, you know? Because an employer is not wrong to look at yeah, that and well, be like, yeah, dude, that's three months of lost revenue. Here's another person who wouldn't cost me six months of lost revenue, you know? Well, it, it, whenever you have the inability to see your company as a company where humans work. Right. Then, yeah, you're going to run into that issue all the time. But, but that's like 90% of them, dude. Uh, exactly. And I'm you know? saying that that is something that has to change. Okay, here's another question though, right? So that addresses a portion of the problem, right? Yes. Another huge chunk of it though is like the people who made their fortunes on that list, they're like entrepreneurs, right? Like they're not like, they're not people who work for a company that makes a lot of money. They're like people who own companies, you know what I mean? They're CEOs and shit like that. You I know? mean, the same things go to that though of like I, what we talked about last time of if a cute woman with a really high-pitched voice comes to you and she has this like revolutionary idea for you mm. because of her appearance because of her voice her eight whatever mm-hmm. you may think that she is unprofessional or right. that she um doesn't have a good head on her shoulders mm. you know Whereas a man, like, 
people think that they just have these like auras of being powerful and influential. Right. Because they're always looking at each other and like, man, I admire that person as a man. That's right. That's the problem. His penis is so large. Danielle, thank you so much. I just wanted to say thank you for reinforcing the patriarchy today. I appreciate you coming in and like teaching me. Like I was all on board with just like admiring people for being people. And then you came in and you're like, no, John Lewis, that's wrong. You should admire men for being men. And I was like, you know, you're right. Boys club. That's what I think we all do. We all get a boys <laughs> club going. That's right. We're going to go home and he's going to insist, insist that I become a man so that we can both admire each other's penises. Hmm. I want to go back to what you were talking about with Beto O'Rourke and uh, Ted Cruz and women coming out for Cruz instead of O'Rourke. What? Yeah. What? Why? Why do you think that happened? What What do you think is going on there? The fuck if I know. Do you think it's this? Um, do you think it's people who traditionally vote are ones who are in the middle class and older and those demographics kind of override race to a large degree? Yeah, I think that's part of it. I really, 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 really hate to say this. Um, but I also think that a part of it is because, um, one, a lot of Latina women just aren't voting. Mm. Um, I found out the other day, you know, how you and a lot of other people keep getting um, political text messages. Right. I actually found out that uh, Latina women are never advertised to. Interesting. Because they don't show up to uh, vote. Okay. So, Latina women out there, please go vote because... Well, it's a little late now, honey. Well, but <laughs> in two years, whatever, you yeah, know, yeah. just just please vote because um, our opinion and our values are the way, the things that we want to happen matter too, mm. you know, but... I think that a lot of the Latina women out there, I don't know, they're not being advertised to. Mm -hmm. um, and then I know that I have personally felt this pressure and I'm not, I'm not saying that this applies to every Latina woman out there, but mm. I Shoot, have felt, guess I can sit this one out, huh boys? I have felt the pressure to fit into society a lot. Mm. And so I think that if all of my peers and all of the people around me are telling me to vote for Ted Cruz, mm -hmm. um, if I'm not willing to go out there and truly see the policies, see what it is that he's doing or that Beto O'Rourke wants to do, you know, Sure. I think that I might be like, oh, well, everybody else is voting for Ted. I mm -hmm. will, will vote for him, too. I I have done that before, you know. Right. Um, but, yeah. I yeah. Don't. You know, this is another thing I thought. Um, like, people look at African-American voters, and they are very traditionally and consistently Democrats, right? Like, that's yeah. they vote as a homogenous base, you know. Uh, Latinos do not do that. Latinas, Latinx, whatever. Like that's they're more diverse in the way they vote and think. You know, like. Uh, well, I yeah, I mean, it's more split. You know, especially like the older generation. Like, my dad was an exception, but a lot of sure, a lot of people 
his age are very socially conservative. Right. You know? Right. So, um, well, even in Mexico still like, uh, AMLO, who's the new Mexican president, right? Very, very liberal in a lot of fiscal policies, but extremely conservative, like not, not for gay marriage at all. You know what I mean? Like not a big believer in like transgender rights or whatever. Like he's, he's a conservative by most like, it's, it's funny too, because if you look at the United States, like it's almost gone the opposite direction, yeah. right? Where like everyone is, is for the most part, like even Trump wrote, walked around with a gay pride flag at one point, you know what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. the person who's like the bastion of the right wing of the United States, right? Not socially a conservative, you know? Right. But that, I think that that is a big factor too, because in general, um, Hispanic men and women are Hispanic. more conservative than oh. African-American men mm. and women. I think that's very true. Um, it is interesting, though, because it looks like... I, what's funny to me about Texas, too, is uh, it's the home of the Mexican Trump supporter. You know what I mean? Like, there's... Ugh. It's hysterical, though, because it's like you, like you just don't think that that exists, and you get outside of the state, and people are just blown away that that's a thing. And you're like, yeah, no, they totally are out there. You know, they exist. We all look at them like they're kind of crazy. It, it, the funny part, too, is even Republicans look at them like, what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. You know, like they feel weirded out by them as well, you know, but they definitely exist. They're out there. Yeah. I, I think a lot of them, too, are like second or third generation um, Hispanics mm. um, because, you know, it's the same fucking thing like. I mean, you know that immigration is something that's super important to me, mm. but I'm like, did you forget? Like, how did you fucking forget how you got here, dude? Yeah. Like, who are you kidding? This is brings somebody me into a great jumped point. over some water sometime in your ancestry, mm-hmm. and if not, you're probably running a casino. And got everything fucking taken from you. Yeah. No, I totally agree with that. So this is an interesting thing that's going on right now in 90 Day Fiance, which, I mean, let's get real here. Everything bleeds into 90 Day Fiance. Am I right? Uh, Let me see if I can find it. So on 90 Day Fiance, there is this couple. I'm sorry to completely talk over you. That's okay. I I was just going to say I have this um, internal marker board that Mm -hmm. has like the numbers on it you know and on top of it it says like days that john lewis has not mentioned 90 day fiance <laughs> it's like currently at zero yeah no i this bring it up a lot there. it's kind of my one show right now though that's my problem you know i don't have a lot of like uh i mean i can't find a clip from it but i'll just explain it to you so there's a couple right uh uh-huh. <clears throat> he is samoan she went on vacation to samoa because her family is from there Ah, yes, I remember this. Okay, so uh, for everyone who doesn't know, so he goes, she goes there, she meets this guy who's like, you know, just a traditional Samoan dude, like chops coconuts and like herds pigs and shit and that's sort of his vibe, you know, and she falls in love with him. Um, She's uh, like Seventh-day Adventist or like something, Mormon or some shit, and so she has sex for the first time with this guy and she gets pregnant immediately. Right. Which is what I call God's irony. Right. So she does that. And then she comes back home and she's like, guess what, fam? I'm pregnant. And uh, the baby daddy is Samoan. So he's probably not coming over. Right. 
So she, he breaks up with this dude that's Samoan and um, doesn't tell her family because she's afraid that they're going to get mad at him, right? And so he starts sleeping with other women, right? <gasps> and then she tells her whole family that she's being cheated on by her boyfriend who's Samoan, right? Even though oh, they're broken up, right? Ooh, so dramatic. So dramatic. So flash forward, right? Um, they are... Like, they get back together, and they're like, we're going to try and figure this shit out. She's like, I need you to help me raise this baby. And he's like, okay, I want to try and figure it out. I'll come to America so I can be part of this kid's life. So he's trying to get his act together. He comes over. She has not told her family. That, that he's coming over. No, worse. He, she has not told her family that they were broken up when he was <gasps> cheating on her. So her whole family is looking at this guy like, you cheating son of a bitch. You know, like you're going to come back around here. The only reason you're coming over here is so that you can like take our, you like take some of our money and like have a better life in America. You know, here's what's hysterical about it to me though. So she tells her whole family, no, I lied to you. Like it's, he was fine. He didn't do anything yeah, yeah. wrong. And they get back together and her dad is still super suspicious of this guy because quote unquote, and this guy is Samoan, right? Yeah. The dad's Samoan. Like the, born in Samoa. Yeah. Born in like in the exact same situation as this kid that's coming oh over. Right. And he says he would have rather heard marry a white guy. Right. He was afraid of her marrying a Samoan guy. It's inc- it's crazy to me, man. It's like mind blowing because it's like you look yeah, at it like that no, was your situation. But you know why? Why? Because of the shit he had to go through. No, that's not why. And I can tell you this from the conversation that he's had. He said Samoans are lazy. He said that they can't keep up with the speed of life, and oh. he's afraid that um, she wouldn't be able. You know, he, yeah, he yeah, just that's sees. Different. <laughs> I wonder if it's this though. It's like, uh, like. White guys kind of look like a 2008 Toyota Accord or Honda Accord, right? They're not attractive, but they're reliable. You know what I mean? They're not going to break on you. That's yeah. that's kind of what the Samoan dad sees, <laughs> you know? That's what the stereotype he has in his head of what white guys are is reliable, you know? And that's kind of what he wants his, his daughter to get with, you know? And here she is coming in with like this, you know, like this Samoan dude, you know, who even though he might have a lot in common with the dude, he's like, no, what I wanted was the stability thing that was over there, you know. Yeah. Not saying that any of those stereotypes are correct, but that's definitely the image he has in his head. You yeah, know? for sure, for sure. But yeah, I, I don't know. It's always interesting to me. I've known people who are that way, um, and they definitely exist. And I always want to listen to them because if anything else, it's just funny. Let's. Let's come up with an equivalent thing that we can do in public that people are just like, what the fuck are you thinking? Mm. Like, um, how about we... No, damn, that doesn't work. There's there's nothing for me, man. Like, I'm being totally honest with you. There is no policy I could take as a white guy that would be as suicidal as being a Mexican immigrant that supports, like, Trump and the deportation policies. There's nothing. Like, what, well, what exists? Well, of course. I mean, not to that level, no. But, okay, we just moved to D.C. Uh-huh. So, what if we just start talking shit about people who don't live in D.C.? <laughs> We just like they're the fucking worst. The shithole we came from. That's what everyone does that moves from a small town. Now, yeah, I will say I have, I have, I about twenty percent of the people I've met my entire time here are actually from here. Sure, most people move in from somewhere else. Yeah, 
But that's just that's just how it is living in a big city, man. Most people move in from somewhere else, you know. Right. The culture is constantly changing. I remember listening to a guy one time. He was talking about how New York was so different from when he got there in like even the 80s, you know. Yeah. And he was frustrated because like the things that you liked about the city in the 1980s disappear after a while. You know, Starbucks goes in where the deli was and the shoe shine repair shop or whatever goes away and is replaced by like a pro cuts or some shit. Like all the stuff that made New York, New York in the 80s is washed away by this influence flux of new people you know and money right it's interesting it's the the thing that appeals to people about what are you doing i don't know what you're talking about okay i'm gonna keep moving on then i can't even focus when you do that (laughs) (laughs) oh my god the thing that appeals to people about trump is and conservatives in general i think is that do you want to tell the kind people what you're doing? <laughs> I think that would be inappropriate. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> so I'm continue then. Uh, I think that's enough for one day. Oh, you're just going to. Nope. I think we're calling it quits right now. <laughs> and that distracting, huh? Yeah, you're pretty distracting. <laughs> I think it's time we call it quits. <laughs> Do you want to tell them what you were doing now for the outro, or are we going to tease them for next time? I was pretending to gag myself. With what? My finger. His penis. Oh, I'm no. no wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Not true. Not true. And you said microphone wrong, too. Mm-hmm. Hmm? All right, guys. Well, if you want to figure out what Danielle was actually doing... <laughs> Tune in next week to Jokes So Funny DC. Uh, very serious second half of this podcast. Yeah, it was. Highly political, but I think the election was pretty much on our mind. Um, I would like to give a shout out to Jokes So Funny Texas. They were cracking me up because Daniel gave away his address on the podcast, which I thought was absolutely hilarious. And if you missed it, here it is again. <laughs> Just kidding. 2209. 48th Street, Lubbock, Texas. Okay? So that's the real address, so no need to go back to the last episode and figure out what he said because I just gave it to you. At the end of this one, so you earned it. Yep. Good for you. We just give goodies out on this episode. That's what we do. Yeah, I'm proud of them. I'm proud of us. That was a rough second half to get through. Mm -hmm. You talk about them or us? Both. Alright, well. Love you guys. Bye.